Welcome to the number one radio health talk show in America, the Dr. Bob Martin Show. Dr. Martin is a chiropractic physician, a board-certified clinical nutritionist, and diplomate of the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. The information presented on this show is educational in nature. Please consult your own health care provider regarding your personal health care and wellness issues. Got a health-related problem or challenge? Not feeling well, and you just don't know where to turn or what to do? Dr. Bob Martin is here for you and will do his very best to answer your health question. The KTAR News call-in number to ask Dr. Martin a health question or to make a health-related comment is 602-277-5827. That's 602-277-KTAR. 602-277-KTAR. It's the Dr. Bob Martin Show. Being my friend, I said you call Dr. Robert. A healthy and a healthy welcome to this hour of the Dr. Bob Martin Show. I'm Dr. Bob, here in the capacity of helping you with your good health. In fact, free help for your good health is just a phone call away. You can call in now on our phone number here into the studio. If you have a health-related question you'd like to ask about yourself or somebody else, here's the number, 602-277-5827. Taking questions on the topic of health, your health, or someone else's health you'd like to call in for. 602-277-5827 or 602-277-KTAR. And, of course, my website where you can stay in touch with yours truly throughout the week is drbob.com. Spelling out the word doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R, Bob. Com. Coming up this hour, we have for you this week's installment of the Health Alternative of the Week. That is sponsored by Natural Grocers. If you need to find the closest natural grocery store nearest to where you live or work, you can go to their website at naturalgrocers.com. Naturalgrocers.com. Well, many of you by now learned of uh, Queen uh, Elizabeth II's passing this last week uh, at the tender age of 96 years young. And I thought that I would uh, take the opportunity to reflect upon some of the things about her life and her lifestyle, which may have led to her excellent longevity and her health being intact pretty much close to the end of her life. She certainly outlived the average human being at age 96 when you consider Uh, The average uh, male lifespan is around 79 years of age. Women, a little bit longer, maybe around 82. And here she exceeds that by more than 15 years. How did she do it? I can tell you this. The media is not covering any of that whatsoever. It's all the other... uh, fanfare and pomp and circumstance, uh, as it were. Uh, And it really is a tragedy that somebody didn't pick up on some of what may have been responsible for Queen Elizabeth II having a healthy life and living so long. And so I thought I would 
discuss the possibilities of what you should consider maybe in your own life that might improve upon your health and longevity. But we begin with something that's fixed, something that can't be changed. However, apparently, uh, Queen Elizabeth definitely chose the right parents, her mother and her father. And uh, her mother, the queen mother, they call her, lived to 100 years, 101 years of age, actually, which suggests there's a lot of longevity in her family. They have like a whole family of uh, Rolls Royces, if you will, genetically speaking. But we also know that studies show that this can be undone, can be quashed or lessened by life, a lifetime of bad habits. Queen Elizabeth II was a symbol of resilience and longevity to the world. She managed to stay physically and mentally fit and sharp until the age of 96. Despite decades, think about the pressure, ladies and gentlemen, the pressure she was under, the whole country, the world looking at her constantly, the responsibility, the family scandals that she went through, and the weight of the country on her little shoulders. Even in her final days, Queen Elizabeth II was still fulfilling her royal duties. It is believed she was able to age gracefully because she kept her mind stimulated and her body active right up till her final months. In fact, I believe I happen to believe she knows a lot about and knew a lot about and practiced mind-body medicine, which we are fervently studying these days to find the connection between what we think and how our health rolls forward. The monarch spent hours and hours reading and learning every single day. A typical evening could see Queen enjoying a game of Scrabble with her husband, who was, by the way, 99 years of age when he died about a year and a half ago. And it's my understanding, and I remember when he died, that it had a obvious significant impact on her. And it was at that point when he died, that her staff and her family members noticed that that was the beginning of the decline of her health. And she may have very well been suffering from broken heart syndrome. Many people do. It is real. And uh, that could have been the cause of the deterioration that occurred, even though she looked healthy, acted healthy, stayed, stayed uh, active throughout the time even after her husband's passing. Research consistently shows that a happy marriage is a good indicator that somebody's going to be physically and mentally healthy. And Queen Elizabeth and Prince Charles were married 73 years. Think about that, 73 years together. Some people don't even live to 73, and they were married for 73 years. Of course, the love of her family, and she described her husband as her rock, and no doubt kept her probably young in in many respects. But also, if you look at her health, and uh, we've seen her on television many times, her weight was excellent. I didn't uh, I didn't detect any uh, you know level of being overweight. She never appeared to be overweight, even in her later years. 
she slowed down physically and, and became less active, and yet she didn't gain weight. She, we know she didn't smoke cigarettes. The monarch reportedly started her day with an herbal tea uh, regimen and a, a side of biscuits, which the news is not reporting on any of this information at all, which it should. I, I don't know if you're interested in learning about this. I certainly was. I want to know what. If people live long periods of time, I want to know what they do. Uh, and she apparently, for breakfast, she ate yogurt, uh, toast, marmalade, and she occasionally enjoyed what are called kippers. I didn't even know what kippers were until I looked it up, and it's a whole herring. If you can imagine eating this oily, small fish, a herring fish, first thing in the morning, uh, that would take a lot for me to do that. But apparently she did, and of course, as a result of that, she benefited by the high omega-3 healthy oils in the herring fish. We know that omega-3 oils reduce inflammation. They cl help to clear plaque out of our blood vessels, keep our heart functioning and beating normally, and, of course, reduce that all-important inflammatory response, which takes down a lot of people with their health. And so there, she had a high-protein, low-calorie diet, excellent foods to keep her bones healthy and her body lean even into her latter years and the monarch is believed to have kept things simple for lunch and dinner she often enjoyed a plate of vegetables sometimes poultry infrequently red meat fish she was also said to avoid the simple carbs or the sugar, the refined or ultra-refined carbohydrates like pastas and things that were ultra-refined, which uh, caused the blood sugar to spike up and generate inflammation. These low-calorie meals left the monarch with plenty of room for a slice of every once in a while, whatever, and uh, cake or whatever. And that's okay, as long as you're not hitting the, the junk food on a regular basis, you'll be fine. She also exercised regularly. She personally walked her dog religiously two times a day until last year and her horses. And I didn't know this either, uh, but she also was a fervent deer hunter where she walked for miles and miles and miles in her quest to, I guess, shoot or kill a deer. <laughs> it's all I could find out. But... Let's be mindful that research shows that even mild exercise, you don't have to be a race walker or a hunter. You just have to get exercise moving about. Even if it's just 15 minutes to 22 minutes a day, you're going to get some big-time benefits of that. And so the queen took every advantage to do just that. Now, I've got other information about her life and some of the things she did health-wise that the lamestream media completely avoided for whatever reason. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you about some of the secrets of how she stayed healthy and the remedies that she used in order to do that when we come back from this break. Stay right where you are. You are tuned into the Dr. Bob Martin Show here on KTAR News. 
All right, Dr. Bob Martin, back with you, and we'll get back to the information on Queen Elizabeth II and her long and glorious life and some of the things that she did to maintain her health and her wellness. Also coming up later in this hour, we have for you this week's installment of the Health Alternative of the Week. That is sponsored by Natural Grocers. Did you know that Natural Grocers sells only 100% organic produce and pasteurized dairy with standards that lead the industry throughout the store and always affordable pricing? Eating well has never been easier. To find a store closest to where you live or work, visit Natural grocers.com that's naturalgrocers.com I'm Dr. Bob Martin and this is KTAR News All right Check out Dr. Bob's website. Listen to the show live online. Hear past shows. Read breaking health news and more at drbob.com. Spell out doctor. That's D-O-C-T-O-R, bob.com. Welcome back to the program. Uh, talking about Queen Elizabeth II and her long-lived life uh, passing away this last week, unfortunately, at the age of 96 years young. And I say 96 years young because she was very active right up till the time of her death, and that's the way it ought to be. It shouldn't be that, you know, you live till you're 60, and the last 20 years you're suffering until you die from some chronic degenerative disease, and your quality of life is constantly circling the drain while you're propped up on all this artificial pharmaceutical industry uh, nostrums that are dished out to people. Uh, it just is not the way it should be. Now, I also have, I want to let you know, a health poll question I'd love to get your opinion of on my website. It kind of ties into this. Are you personally interested in living to 100 years or more? Is that like a goal for you? Gosh, I would, you know, some, some, saying to yourself something as uh, like this, I would love to live to 100 years. I want to see my grandkids and great-grandkids graduate from college. I want to travel. I want to see as many things and explore the planet. So, yes, I would like to live to 100 years of age, but I'd like to be healthy while, I living, while I'm living to 100 years of age. So, are you interested in living to 100 years of age? That's the question on my site. Yes or no? Vote on that at drbob.com. Spell out the word doctor. D-O-C-T-O-R, bob.com. Are you interested in living to 100 years of age? Or yes or no? We'll have the results next week. Back to the information that I wanted to provide for you that's not in the news. You're not going to find this anywhere else, but yet I knew this was going on because I have talked about the, the family uh, for many years on this radio show, some of their health practices. And Queen Elizabeth II, no exception to the rules. She was a lady of a developed routine and habit that kept her happy, that kept her healthy, that was about her mindset, her diet, her exercise routine, and the natural health care she 
imparted and lived with through her entire adult life that helped to prevent health problems and maintain good health without using pharmaceutical drugs. Now, according to research from Northwestern University of Illinois, sticking with a daily routine leads to reduced stress and anxiety levels, and this could stop the buildup of inflammation. In other words, getting into your zone, call it your zen, whatever you want to call it. Get into a routine that works for you, that helps you feel, function, and perform better. Because when you're worried, the body releases chemicals that are designed to fight off uh, foreign invaders. And over time, inflammation can damage your cells, your tissues, and your organs if it's constantly flowing. Here's another one, 2018, a study suggesting that getting up early and seizing the day can reduce the risk of depression and other mood problems by more than a fifth. Having a structured routine, which the queen had, also means we tend to go to bed and wake up at the same time, which promotes quality sleep, considered absolutely essential for longevity. Here's another study, research out of Ohio, linking sleep in less than six hours a night to a 50% increased risk of bowel cancer. Here you're running around thinking about when your next colonoscopy is and you're getting less than six hours of sleep a night because your doctor didn't inform you that people who sleep less than six hours a night have a 50% increased risk of bowel cancer. And you may also be not be, may not be aware that uh, heavy meat eating also increases your risk of bowel cancer. Why? Because you're displacing fiber. Fiber is the key to reducing your risk of bowel cancer. And yet you're worried about colonoscopies, uh, and that's your prerogative. Case. Western Reserve University study concluded that short sleep is a public health hazard. We need to focus on that. And I know we take sleep for granted. We just don't get enough of it because we're so enamored with the boob tube and all the things that are distracting us, artificial lights and too much caffeine and too much worry about this and worry about that. And we didn't get the exercise we needed during the day and didn't eat the right foods. It happens. But you know what? It's changeable. You can be your own best doctor most of the time. You just have to want to learn about it. And I get it that you're not going to get that at your crisis doctor's office when all that they're concerned about is your symptomatology and which pharmaceutical drug you'll get next to add to the ones you already have. I get it, but that's why you should become your own best doctor most of the time. And here's something that really goads me, really gets to me. When talking about Queen Elizabeth's life, Queen Elizabeth II, who died at age 96, not one single mention in the news anywhere that I could find, and I would stand corrected if somebody can prove it to me. She was a big fan, ladies and gentlemen, of alternative medicine, non-conventional medicine. Why? Because she knows that it worked. It worked for her. It worked for her family. It worked for her mother, her father, her husband, her son, Prince Charles. They have been involved in utilizing and benefiting by alternative medicine for literally decades and up to a century. And she believes that her excellent health, to thank for that, is alternative medicine. 
during her overseas engagements, for example, when she traveled, she would always be accompanied with a small leather case with a supply of homeopathic remedies. Homeopathic remedies. Have you heard of them? Do you know anything about homeopathic remedies? You should. And if you don't, uh, you should learn about it because the queen mother, uh, her, the queen and her mother, they all knew about homeopathic remedies. In fact, the case would in, that little case that she carried with her at all times included arsenicum album for food poisoning in case she was overseas or was eating out of pocket in restaurants and you know being exposed to foods that she otherwise wasn't used to. She had a non-drug homeopathic remedy with her to solve the problem. She also carried something called cuculus for travel sickness and something called nux vomica for indigestion and arnica for jet lag and bruising. So she had a variable little kit of this of these little homeopathic medicines which have no side effects because homeopathy and the and the understanding of homeopathic medicines and homeopathy runs in her family. Even her father, King George the the Sixth, relying heavily on alternative medicines, and even naming a racehorse Hypericum, which is another homeopathic remedy that's used for anxiety and depression. The Queen Mother, her mother, Queen Elizabeth II, who lived to also 101 years of age, also was a big fan of homeopathy. Her son. Prince Charles, now, of course, King Charles III, I think. He is a big proponent and a champion of alternative medicines, including homeopathy, because why? They know it works. And if they are involved with and are utilizing homeopathy, they're probably using other forms of alternative medicine. Naturopathy, maybe acupuncture, chiropractic, who knows? And if you're unfamiliar with homeopathy... Or homeopathic medicines. It is a healing art that was developed by a German physician, a German medical doctor by the name of Samuel Hahnemann, Dr. Samuel Hahnemann, over 200 years ago. It, this form of healing is older than the form of healing that we call conventional medicine in this country, ladies and gentlemen. And it's based on basically two theories. Like cures like. The notion that a disease can be cured by a substance that's, that produces similar symptoms in healthy people. In other words, homeopathic medicines are highly diluted amounts of either plants, minerals, or animal substances to stimulate the immune system to rally against diseases without having to expose the body to 70 adverse side effects on the average pharmaceutical. These are safe. They can be given to children, pregnant women, and adults. If you don't know anything about homeopathy, you should learn. There's plenty of homeopathic doctors here in the Valley of the Sun. We are blessed in the state of Arizona to have doctors who are licensed in homeopathic medicine and trained in it. It's great stuff. And I, I have utilized it myself, and so has my family. 
So there you have it. We'll come back in just a little bit. And if you want to comment on these things or you have a question about your own health, I'm happy to try to help you out. Our number into the program, 602-277-5827, 602-277-KTAR. I'm Dr. Bob Martin, and this is KTAR News. Dr. Bob Martin back with you. Coming up this hour, I'm going to be talking about news that's just coming out about how breast implants could trigger a dangerous form of skin cancer. Uh, We'll be talking about that, so don't go anywhere. Speaking of cancer, are you or someone you know fighting cancer and losing the battle? Are the current treatments being offered? just as scary as the diagnosis itself. If so, not to worry. Dr. Nathan Goodyear at Brio Medical can help you. Dr. Goodyear is a world leader in holistic, integrative cancer treatments using the most advanced, scientific, and evidence-based cancer-killing therapies that help cancer of all types and at all stages. Dr. Goodyear's ultimate aim of individualized treatment programs is to combat cancer on every level to break cancer's cycle of resistance and invasion of effective treatments to achieve no evidence of disease. Brio Medical has a team of medical doctors who specialize in treating all types and all stages of cancer. Do not wait. Call Brio Medical and find out what they're doing. Find out more about holistic oncology, the ways that they are killing cancer cells by starving them to death, drug-free. You can do that. The phone number at Brio Medical, they're right here in our own backyard, Scottsdale, Arizona. We were out there last weekend, and I've got to give a shout-out to the people who showed up at Brio Medical last weekend. I had a fantastic time meeting you, and I enjoyed our conversation. I know a lot of you uh, enjoyed the great food that they served at Brio and had a tour of the medical facility and spoke to Dr. Nathan Goodyear and the staff doing a fantastic job over there and helping so many people who have failed in conventional medical therapy or just don't know where to get started and they've heard all the horror stories of how chemo has destroyed their immune systems or made their life just miserable and radiation to spread their cancer and all the other pitfalls in conventional medicine open up that conversation realize that you have other options beyond chemo radiation and surgery Call Brio Medical Center and find out more about what they do. Here's their phone number. They're right here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Toll free, 844-411-2746. 844-411-2746. Or check them out online. Great website. BrioMedical.com. B-R-I-O Medical.com. BrioMedical.com or 844 844- 411-2746 for Brio Medical Center. This is the Dr. Bob Martin Show on KTAR News. Check 
out Dr. Bob's website, listen to the show live online, hear past shows, read breaking health news, and more at drbob.com. Spell out doctor, that's D-O-C-T-O-R, bob.com. All right, our phone number into the program. Should you have a health question or health-related comment, our number here is 602-277-5827. 602-277-KTAR, 277-5827. And we'd love to chat with you with respect to any questions that you may have related to cancer or any other health-related problems. In fact, speaking of breast implants, let's get to that news, that information here uh, related to breast implants. They're in the news again. The Food and Drug Administration, FDA, is warning that breast implants could trigger a type of breast, or type of uh, skin cancer, I should say, as well as other cancers of the immune system. In a safety alert issued just this last Thursday, the FDA said, although rare, several cases had been confirmed of squamous cell carcinoma, a type of skin cancer, and several lymphomas in the scar tissue around the breast implants. They also know, researching whether the implants did trigger these cancers with doctors and patients being told to look out for symptoms including swelling, lumps, and changes in their skin. Breast implants are already linked to a type of cancer of the immune system, although the risk of this occurring is low. It comes as the devices continue to surge in popularity, with research finding more than three-quarters of America's plastic surgeons are now facing high demand. Nearly a quarter say their businesses have doubled. So in its alert, the FDA said cancers were not the same as breast implant-associated aplastic large-cell lymphoma, a cancer already known to be triggered by the implants. It added that doctors and patients should be aware that the risk of other cancers could be triggered by these implants. So the the takeaway here essentially is if you have or know somebody who has breast implants and they have started to notice swelling, lumps, changes in and around the skin, please report that to your personal doctor or the doctor who performed the breast implant surgery. All right, let's go to your phone calls. First up is Jen in Phoenix. Welcome, Jen, to the Dr. Bob Martin Show. Hello. Hi, Dr. Bob. Thank you for taking my call. Mm -hmm. My father was recently diagnosed with bladder cancer, and I'm trying to encourage him to seek some other treatment. Uh, He's currently just seeing a urologist, and they're just treating it through scans and surgically. They're not recommending anything else, which is good. But I feel it has a very high rate of reoccurrence, and I feel like there are other avenues he could pursue other than just seeing the urologist. Mm -hmm. Well, look, I mean, despite dedicating significant resources to the battle against cancer, conventional medicine alone has failed in a big way. I mean, all you have to do is look at the data. Granted, there have been some advances in the area of cancer treatment, but for the most part... 
we are losing the battle on cancer. And one of the key reasons is that conventional medicine has long ignored the great healer of all. That's nature. In other words, somewhere along the line, uh, Jen, that your, your father, his body's immune system quit working. I mean, it stopped working. Something impeded the ability to kill cancer, cancer cells. We, we human beings, we have like 10 times in, the, in an, a lab. Average. We actually fight cancer, malignant cancer, safely and effectively, and most of the time we win. But then, of course, there are those times when something's going on in our lives at the time we're battling it. It could be a divorce. It could be stress, some stress. It could have been an exposure to a toxin. It could be not enough sleep, not enough nutrients. And then something, the genes that we all have that can express those onco or cancer genes suddenly come to fruition and start what is called the immortal cell. An immortal cell is a cell that's healthy and natural that's supposed to have a certain life cycle and then die and other cells come in. Well, this cell just keeps going and going and going like the ever-ready battery, except it just divides rapidly and rapidly and rapidly, and that's what cancer is about. So something triggers it. Something needs to be discovered as to what that trigger is. It could be a, a heavy metal poisoning, could be an infection in the body, could be any amount of thing that is not considered or taken into account in mainstream or conventional medicine. I mean, how do you how do you take a person based on the theory, and this is strong evidence, with the most staunch conventional medical belief system that about 70% of all cancers are caused by either deficiencies of certain nutrients or environmental contaminants that we've come in contact with. So how do you figure that just poisoning the person with chemotherapy or burning them with radiation is going to correct a nutritional dietary imbalance deficiency or some type of an, an environmental toxicity or excess how on earth even logically the average person can see through that it's a limited approach it's a scorched earth approach and it rarely works so you know your your dad should just be more than anything i'm sure he trusts his doctor and that's a good thing uh, but he should be open-minded to the fact that you know, uh, they don't have hardly any answers, in in my opinion, and the opinion of other experts in the uh, field of, of, of cancer. And he should at least explore or consider getting a second opinion. I mean, a true second opinion from a completely different vantage point, maybe 30,000 feet above what conventional medical thinking is. Now, I just, last weekend, a week ago today, I was standing at talking talking to KTAR listeners at Brio Medical Center along with Dr. Nathan Pritica, uh, Nathan Pritica said it again Dr. Nathan Goodyear who is a medical doctor and he has a medical degree in homeopathic medicine and he was talking to the people who came to the open house that they had about what they do at Brio to resolve the imbalances that people come in there with that have cancer and how to make them whole again and get them functioning as well as they can so they can get back to fighting cancer like they were before their bodies broke. 
that's essentially what the the message was there. And so, if I were you, and I, or if I were your dad, I would uh, I would call over to Brio and have that conversation with Dr. Goodyear so that your dad has an opportunity to hear the other side of that thinking process. All right. And what is, uh, let's see, Brio Medical's phone number is uh, 844-411-2746 or briomedical.com. Thank you, Jen, for calling on his behalf and good health to him. All right, we're going to take a short break and come right back. You are tuned in to the Dr. Bob Martin Show here on KTAR News. Here we go with the theme music on this week's Health Alternative of the Week, sponsored by Natural Grocers. Find the closest store to where you live or where you work at naturalgrocers.com. Well, this week we're looking at Natural Grocers' frozen prepared seafood because studies And research continues to show that if you migrate away from the standard American diet, which is too full of red meats, especially processed red meats, you will be healthier as a result of it. So what's on the menu for tonight for you, perhaps? Well, Natural Grocer's brand of frozen prepared seafood is ready to be plated. And by that, I mean entrees like naturally blackened or smoked butter cod are pre-seasoned, individually proportioned with gourmet flavors to your table, as easy as to thaw, cook, and serve. Gluten-free, artificial additive-free, and made with organic butter. Natural Grocers brand frozen seafood selection, ranked gold, in stringent seafood standards and rules, wild caught, saying no to overfishing and vanquishing species and yes to traceability. Their seafood is organic, non-GMO, even their salmon. Now treat yourself and anyone you'd like to impress with little effort, less mess, and a healthy alternative to beef, pork, and even poultry. They can create a healthier future by what you choose on your plates to consume. Oh, and did I mention the lemon and herb butter cod and garlic and herb butter seafood you'll find at natural grocer's stores here in the Valley of the Sun. And if you don't know where the closest natural grocery store is to where you live or where you work, simply jump on their website and you'll be able to see the locations throughout the valley at naturalgrocers.com. Naturalgrocers.com. This week's health alternative of the week, Natural Grocers brand, frozen prepared seafood. Better choices mean better health. Naturalgrocers.com. This week's health alternative of the week. All right, we move from that to something that is frightening, but yet we're going to report it. It has to do with uh, additional information about COVID shots. Of course, 
in the beginning when a lot of this information started to come to the surface and we started to discover what is in these uh, COVID shots, and I'm not trying to dissuade somebody from getting one. If you choose to do that, your prerogative, it's your health. I support that, but you also should hear some of the things that experts, scientists, and other concerned health individuals are reporting. And some of the stuff that people were accused of with respect to conspiracy thinking is all coming true. This is out of Epoch Times and also Natural News. Three uh, scientists, three surgeons from Italy conducted a study which found that nearly everyone who gets a COVID-19 shot with the uh, technology, the messenger RNA injections, ends up developing tainted blood replete or with an aggression, an aggregation of erythrocytes or blood cells, red blood cells, and the presence of particles of various shapes, sizes, and unclear origin. Now, these three scientists are reporting that the metallic particles that they're seeing, the metallic particles, uh, resemble graphene oxide and possibly other metallic compounds. And the researchers say plaque from blood of the fully vaccinated leaving their circulatory system is prone to clotting and other health damage. The surgeons evaluated over 1,000 people who developed symptoms following injections with either the Pfizer COVID shots or the Moderna COVID shots. An astounding 94% of them showed signs of seriously tainted blood just one month after getting the shots. And whatever the manufacturers have been fit, have seen fit to put in the so-called mRNA vaccines, the authors wrote, is causing red blood cells to, uh, that carry oxygen and carbon dioxide to accumulate. This phenomenon leads to clotting and other health problems, sometimes quickly and sometimes over the course of weeks or even months. The complete composition of these particles and what they are is still unknown, which is why researchers continue to probe the issues for answers. What they say we do know are the substances are not what are floating around in your bloodstream, not if you want to be healthy anyway. Now, I hope to have Dr. Robert Malone on this radio show in the very near future. He is the inventor of this mRNA um, technology that was in, is involved with COVID shots. I finally found somebody who knows him, and uh, he is anxious to get on the show, so we're working on lining that up, and that should be very interesting. We brought you uh, Dr. McCullough in the past, but he'll be the next expert in this field to join us here on this radio show. Well, it looks like we've run out of time. Please take advantage of going over to my website and learning about all the news that's on there and available to you, plus the podcast library. And while you're there, please vote on this week's health poll question. Are you interested in living to 100 years or more? Yes or no? We'll have the results of that next weekend. We'll be right back here, same time, same place next week. And until we talk again, please make it a healthy day and a healthy week. You've been listening to the Dr. Bob Martin Show here on KTAR News. Be well.